No, look, Steve, I'm, I'm telling you, even though it's Rob Mark, the Jetwine-led invasion of Australia could be pretty serious, mate. I mean, you know, if Scott Spangler gets in with Rob, we're in deep trouble. You know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all right. I don't think he, he says he's never been here, so he'd probably get lost anyway. He, he is very old. Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, dude, I'm a project manager from way back, and, and the, the rule is plan for the worst, hope for the best. Okay, so let's see what we can marshal. We've got to marshal the defence of Australia. Okay, so first up, the RWF. We've still got some F-111s, so you can do a great dump and burn right over their heads. That'll scare them, or if at least it'll delay them while they take photos. Yeah, we could pile them up on the beach if nothing else. Yeah, well, there is always that. There is always that. We've got the new Rhinos, the the Super Hornets, we, we, and we've got the AWACS. The AWACS is finally up and working with the, the wedge tails, so we could toast them, mm. fly them in low and turn on the radar, zap. We could repel them by saying, hey, what about the submarines? There's the uh, the quiet ones and the noisy ones. No, 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 no. We lost all the quiet ones. We sent them out on missions and then we've never been able to find them since. No, that is quiet. Yeah, I know. Very quiet. But the uh, the new so- Collins class are just, yeah, I-, I think you can hear the clockwork from too far away. So we're not sure we can use those. Hey, um, you know, we'll have the army all on the on the beach ready to go. And I'm sure we can get some surfers out there ready to work. It. They can go out there and go, hey, smack, you know. Plenty of doll bludgers out there. We could pile them up on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey do you reckon we can get the Kiwi? to help well they um, they must owe us something by now yes well, we can re- they're closer to america we could repel them with kiwis yeah well you know we could strap a couple of sheep with m16s to the hard points on a p3 orion hey hey steve yeah is that the red light on for the Ozdesk recording oh it's truth we're on oh god <laughs> dude you said we were going to watch the time okay hang on hang on <clears throat> <clears throat> dateline august 8th 2010. <coughs> G'day folks and welcome back to the Australia Desk. I'm Steve Vischer for episode 109 and with me is the not plotting to take over the world, Grant McHeron. <laughs> hi, hi, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, how you doing, mate? Oh, very good, very good. I've just got my pirate patch on here. I'll just take it off. Ah, oh, now I can see the screen. Oh my God, did that hurt? Yes, ouch. <laughs> Put my glass eye back in. Anyway, oh. <coughs> Grant, uh, it's been a pretty slow news week here, which has given us time to, uh, you know, advance our plans for taking over the world. Oh, no, there's nothing quite like world domination. <laughs> Absolutely. And in the meantime, we've got a couple of stories we'll uh, we'll put out this week, and then we can get back to the meeting. Indeed. Yeah, well, uh, what meeting? No, 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 no meeting. No, just let's get on with the stories, yes. Okay, as I said, it has been a pretty uh, quiet news week aviation-wise this week. But, of course, never too far from the news are our good friends at Tiger Airways. Ah, correct uh, sound effect. All right. Cool. Yes, you got the right sound effect, but we may have to change it yet again. I mean, last time we, were t- we talked about Tiger, we were saying we may have to change the sound effect to a cash register. Now I think we may have to make that cat sound a little bit more Irish, mate, mm. because uh, it certainly seems like uh, Crawford Ricks, the new managing director for Tiger Airways Australia, is trying very hard to be like Ryanair. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he certainly does like to make the headlines. And, uh, you know, Grant, I really wish some of these people would just concentrate on, on running a business properly instead of just trying to make as many headlines as they can. Um, if he wants to do that, he could join. He could uh, get into politics. Yeah, cutting political commentary there, folks. Uh, yeah. Tiger Airways says that uh, more businesses should follow the lead of the Australian government and ban staff from accruing frequent fly points. Tiger Airways Managing Director Crawford Ricks made the radical suggestion at last week's Asia-Pacific uh, Aviation Outlook Summit up there in Sydney, and he, as he expressed confidence that Tiger would attract more corporate passengers without adding the bells and whistles of full-service and hybrid carriers. Um, yeah, he'd, he'd right. Be dr- he'd be dreaming, I think. You know, it's the, the government saying that you're not allowed to accrue frequent fly points while travelling on their dime... Uh, that's caused enough of a hassle within the mandarins uh, in the in the halls of power. But imagine 
if they did that in the corporations where you know, you're know you not at home, you're being sl- slung all around the world or all around Australia. And, oh, by the way, mate, you're not allowed to collect those frequent flyer points. Well, I think half the people would uh, turn around and say, right, pay me more for this lifestyle. You know, they, uh, the frequent flyer points is one of the lurks of being sent all around the place for your company. I don't understand his, his rationale here. He's saying that uh, he's basically saying that, you know, all the airlines in this country should get rid of their frequent flyer programs as if they're a, uh, well, he's actually saying here that they've, they're basically a relic of a bygone era. But really, it's a great marketing plan. And uh, I can't see why he would view it as anti-competitive or, or whatever. I mean, the, the fact the fact that his airline has chosen not to offer them uh, should, should be no reason at all why Qantas or Jetstar or Virgin Blue can't operate theirs. I'm sure they do it in the US too, mate, where they do a lot of cross-promotion here these days where you can get certain credit cards and, you know, those purchases rack up frequent flyer points or, you know... Um, You're shopping at the uh, supermarket, things like that. Sh- yeah, no, let, let's, let's face it, he's anti them because he sees them as locking people in. You know, I've got frequent flyer points with Virgin, I'd rather fly with Virgin. He, he's not really seeing this situation where people have frequent flyer points with any airline and just take what they can get. But uh, Jetstar doesn't officially have a frequent flyer point program, but they do dovetail in with the Qantas one to a degree, depending on it. I, I don't believe you can earn them earn points domestically, but you can earn a limited number of points if you fly Jetstar internationally on a Qantas frequent flyer point number. But it's it's just him saying, hey, this is a blocker. It's stopping people from flying with us. No, Crawford, the reason people don't fly with you is because they hear their friends talk about how bad the experience was. Or they listen to our podcast, Grant. Yeah, well, that too, that too. But I mean, this is the bit that really kicks me over that he's he's going down the O'Leary path of, uh, oh yeah, any news is good news and anything that gets our name bandied around is good because he says that the airline would do whatever it took to offer the cheapest seats profitably. And he's quoted here as saying, so if that means vertical seating and our customers like the idea because we'll be able to offer even lower fares, we'll consider it and we'll even consider coin-operated toilets like our Irish cousins have proposed. Yeah, I mean, the guy's not even original and, uh, you know, if this is if this is the new style of management at Tiger Airways, well, you know, I actually had a bit of hope that when this fella came in that it might actually change a bit of their philosophy, but it seems like already they're showing signs of going from bad to worse. So, uh, you know, as much as we would like to, and, and this is actually true, folks, believe it or not, we would actually like to deliver some good news about Tiger Airways occasionally. You know, when, when you hear stupidity like this coming out across the uh, across the print media uh, and across the airways, well, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. give you much, much cause for um, optimism. Yeah, indeed, because, I mean, vertical seats, they're not going to get through. Uh, the FAA and the CAA and CASA and EASA and so on won't approve them because they won't give the G g-force protection required for uh, crashes yeah there's all these kind of things boeing are resistant to the idea of having um, toilets taking toilets out because it makes the aircraft harder to uh, resell all these kind of deals it's classic and hey the tiger the tiger meme is spreading thai tiger is about to take off that's uh, 51 percent owned by thai airways and the rest by tiger and they're going to operate out of bangkok and do short haul international around the Thai area so you know the meme is spreading we'll see what happens and just as a footnote here I notice in this article that uh, we're reading here in the Australian.com.au uh, grant it says Mr Ricks said the airline was not actively doing anything to attract corporate or business travellers <laughs> I'd say he's not doing anything to attract any passengers the way he's going <laughs> yeah well there's the, uh, hardly a day goes by down here where you don't hear a tiger um, tail so to speak and uh, generally at least once a week there's one printed up in the news somewhere about someone being very upset by what they've 
we've done. Okay, Grant, one more quick one before we finish up here. It uh, looks like we've got a change on the way to do with mobile phone usage in Australian skies on aircraft. Uh, actually, uh, an interesting um, turn of events here. Now, we, we did talk recently about the uh, the possible advent of Pico cells coming into, I think, Virgin Blue. We're going to operate them in their aircraft. And uh, it looks like uh, using mobile phones from now on is going to be legal on Australian aircraft in Australian skies. That's right. The Australian Communications and Media Authority, a part of our government, has uh, gone through an approved phone use based on uh, discussions with CASA, the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, and assessment of uh, the new technologies that are coming on board. Now, I was working with PicoCells many, many years ago in buildings as a way of, of allowing people to have their, their mobile as their only phone. So you'd be sitting at your desk, you'd be inside the PicoCell, and the call would get routed through into your PABX just like a normal call. But as soon as you left the building, it became like a normal mobile phone again. Very interesting technology. It allows the phones to work on low power so that they're not putting out quite as much RF interference, which can uh, cause some problems. As many many of you who fly on light aircraft may have heard, if you leave your phone on, you're flying your Cessna, all of a sudden you hear duck, 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 over the top of your um, comms. It can be a little embarrassing. But what they're doing is with these Pico cells, they're going to allow you to uh, have your phone on. Uh, one of the requirements, of course, would be that it's on silent mode. Uh, so you can receive SMSs and do emails and all that kind of stuff. Naturally, this comes with a cost. There's a couple of approaches. One may be a provider that's locked down to just one of the carriers in Australia. So you may get on a plane that's only got Optus and you're on Telstra, bad luck, you're out. The other one is that uh, you have an independent party providing the Pico cell, so you connect on and they just charge you a fortune for using it, of course. The scary part is whether they're going to allow full-scale voice calls. At this stage, it's tweeting, data downloads, SMSing, things like that. That looks to be an option once you're in cruise flight or via this PicoCell, all at rather expensive roaming rates. If they go to full voice, you know it's not going to be long before it's... Now, sir, would that be um, talking or non-talking section? <laughs> oh, you've been practicing that line all week, Grant, I can tell. Oh, totally. Actually, if you listen to the uh, episode 37 of Playing Crazy Down Under, uh, where we were talking to the three flight attendants there, uh, one of the common themes there was uh, mobile phone phone rage and uh, you know the I can't live without my mobile phone uh, syndrome so you know people are more reliable on them let's face it they're more than just phones these days in fact if anything their computers with a phone tacked on correct a good measure so uh, you know it's it's good that uh, we're going to be able to use these things in flight but you know it's not going to be cheap this is going to cost a lot of money so if we're really really lucky that'll stop the situation of like oh hi yeah you wouldn't believe what happened to me oh my god and I said and they said and oh my god yeah for real which would scare the hell out of me if I'm trapped on a plane having to listen to that. Yeah, that's right, Grant. I mean, they should be all have their iPods on and listening to Airplane Geeks and playing Crazy Down Under. What's the matter with them? Yeah, I know. we got to we got to work these kids, I mean, I tell you. And uh, Grant, you know, uh, speaking of mobile phones, you've had a, a torrid week this week with your BlackBerry life support system being temporarily cut off. I know, I know. There was a bit of a kerfuffle with a change of providers and it's been hard reset and now I can't access the internet on it. <laughs> and my... Uh, dude, it's... It's two years old. The little nub on it's getting you know, the little trackballs getting a bit sticky and things like that. It won't. It doesn't always work perfectly. So um, I think it's upgrade time. Android. Hey, Grant. We need androids to take over the world. Yeah, I know. I know because then I can go. That is the droid I'm looking for. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of taking over the world. Yes. Yeah, so now where were we? I think uh, we'll see you next week, folks. Yeah. Catch you next week, folks. Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs>